You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. My name is Father Tim Smith. And we're broadcasting this morning from Holy Cross Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. And we want to just say thanks for staying with us right here on Real Presence Live. And before we head into our next segment, we just want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. And you can always uh, take a look at podcast streaming media. You can access that also through the Real Presence Radio listening app. And you can go to realpresenceradio.com to download the listening app. There you can listen to programming from your local area. Find a podcast if you missed one of our daily shows. Uh, submit a prayer intention for Prayerfully Yours, which is our segment where we pray for the intentions for our in- listeners. Mm-hmm. And also to see a list of any cancellations, announcements, updates, reopenings, which I'm more interested in these yes, days right? rather than cancellations that are coming up with all the precautions that have been undergoing uh, in the last uh, two months. and. Just check out all that information on realpresenceradio.com. And Heather, I don't know about you, but I think, uh, you know, a lot of people I, I talk to are, are getting a little weary of doing things virtually. They want to spend that time together, even though safely, mm-hmm. prudently, mm-hmm. but spend that time together and, and really share life with one another again. Yeah, there was discussion um, at the beginning of all of this um, amongst some of the people that I would see doing this show about worrying that people wouldn't want to come back to Mass. But I think we're getting to the point where people are so desiring to be with each other. We're realizing the importance of physically being together as a community. And seeing each other face to, you know, face, mm-hmm. to face, even if that does involve a matter of certain distances and things, but just acknowledging our, our goodness and our, our humanity and, and the goodness of sharing God's love and, the, and our gifts of friendship and being in one another's presence. And of course, being in the presence of Jesus. Amen. And that's Nothing a, replaces that. And that's our, that's our <laughs> mission here at Real Presence Radio and, and also participating in those gifts of love and charity. And so we're grateful this morning to have a guest uh, on, on the line with us here, um, Tina Castle. Tina, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. It's good to be here. How are you guys today? Great. We're doing awesome. And uh, Tina, have you, you know, are you excited about, uh, you know, the work that we do as church, uh, you know, spending time together, sharing our gifts with one another? Um, you know, tell us about your life. What, what have you been doing and, and what do you do in sharing God's love with other people? Well, you know, it's, uh, that is a great question. I have been, I was born and raised Catholic. I grew up in a small town of Montrose here in South Dakota. So I have kind of grown up in the faith my entire life, and uh, the way, the most powerful way, I believe, to show God's love is through service. Mm. And I have been so blessed in my career that I have been able to do that. I started working for and helping people with disabilities when I was 18, and (laughs) I like to say I'm 29, but I've been doing this for 27 (laughs) years now, so I'm giving it away that I'm not 29. But um, this has been my life's work, and when you are able to do a life of service, it's the most humbling and honestly the most rewarding thing I can think of, you know, between being able to do this work and being a mother of four beautiful children, I just, I feel so grateful. That is awesome. So what is the the formal name of the ministry that you work for to help people with special needs? 
Yes, I work for a ministry called Hope Haven International Ministries. Um, it's a division of Hope Haven Incorporated. Since 1994, Hope Haven International Ministries has delivered wheelchairs to those in need around the world. Um, we have served over, we have sent out over 129,000 wheelchairs to 109 people in developing countries. Wow. Uh, it's, it's really, truly an incredible ministry to be part of. So then, where are you based out of, Tina? So the international office is based out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and uh, we have we have volunteers, you know, in Iowa and in Minnesota and in South Dakota. Just an incredible team of volunteers to collect donated wheelchairs and refurbish them. And we also have um, people who actually one of our other. Sorry, one of the things that I love most about the ministry that I'm part of is the multiple layers that we have to this ministry. Not only do we send out these wheelchairs, we, you know, we have people, God-loving people that volunteer their time and energy and resources, and they, they refurbish these wheelchairs. We have a ministry in the state penitentiary uh, where, you know, the inmates are able to be part of manufacturing pediatric wheelchairs for children in need in these developing countries and there's just so many layers to this ministry and it is so life-giving for the people who are involved in it it's just i mean i've i've been here a few months and i'm just so excited to be part of it because you can't even explain the reach that it has it's not just a a one-and-done ministry It, it, it affects so many aspects and so many walks of life and you know at the end of it when you ask someone who works here what our ministry is, and they will tell you what our mission is, our mission is to spread the gospel of Jesus, and we do that through our work. And it's mm. just it's incredible to be part of. Wow. So how did a ministry like this, it seems like such a specific niche, how did this get started? Well, I am actually here with my boss, Luke, and he has a little bit more on the history of it. And I'm going to let him speak to that, okay? Fantastic. Hi. So in uh, 1993, one of the board members of Hope Haven uh, went to the Dominican Republic. And while they were there, uh, they saw a girl that was basically chained to a tree every day while her parents went and worked in the field. Mm -hmm. So every day, this poor child um, was chained to a tree and... Mm -hmm. When they came back at sunset, they would get her and bring her home. And he came back to Iowa, and he went to the board of Hope Haven and said, what are we going to do about this? Mm. So they bought one wheelchair. They went back to find the girl. Unfortunately, they could not, but they gave it away there, and they saw the need for others. And they said, well, we need more wheelchairs. So they came back, and they got 20 to 30 chairs and went back, and it just snowballed. Um, and then when, in Romania, when the communists fell, uh, there were all these homes where they turned out all the people living there, and they needed uh, wheelchairs. So we were really involved with Romania, and then, again, it grew and grew. Uh, we've been to 109 countries, and in Guatemala, we have a permanent location. In Vietnam, we have an employee. In Romania, we have a team there. So it's just grown and grown. And I'll give the phone back to Tina now. 
Thank you, Luke. And uh, it just sounds amazing to hear mm -hmm. about the worldwide uh, impact of the, the work of Hope Haven Ministries, particularly with making that gift of a wheelchair to those who have been disabled. We hear in the Gospels, Jesus himself talked to the paralytics to heal them, mm -hmm. um, to instruct the paralytic, take up your mat, rise and walk. And of course, in a certain way, that gift of mobility to those mm -hmm. persons, children, adults, people who are affected by this Hope Haven ministry is a powerful witness. Um, you know, t you know. what are some ways that you've seen this impact, even in our area? Uh, you have a worldwide outreach. It's affected you. What about donors and people who have participated in the mission? How has that changed their life? You know, I have, we had a trip that went to Costa Rica at the beginning of March before all of this started. And when people come back, when volunteers are coming back, and you hear stories that multiple people have given their lives to Christ because of that trip, it's really profound. One of the things I heard when I first started here from a gentleman who's gone on several trips, he says, and it's really the gift of perspective, he always says that, you know, here in the States, we, we refer to it as being confined to a wheelchair. Hmm. Well, when we go to these countries, that, that wheelchair is freedom. That wheelchair mm -hmm. is such a gift. And when you're able to change the perspective of how you look at things, it, it's overwhelmingly powerful to see how, you know, what to us may not seem like the greatest thing is life-saving to someone else. And it, it's just humbling. Wow. I bet that really... Have you heard stories of how it transforms people's lives who receive these wheelchairs? Yeah, we, you know, here I've looked a lot of times at the pictures and just the books that we've had and and we get testimonies from every trip of of what a difference it makes in these people's lives and um it's powerful it's you know it's it's life changing it it's it's just fills people with grace and happiness and joy and they go from having to crawl in the dirt or be carried their entire life to being able to get from point A to point B on their own and, you know, we don't even think about that. We don't even mm -hmm. think about the struggles it would be to get from one point to another. This completely transforms their life. And to be part of that, whether it's, you know, I'm, I'm putting a, chair, uh, a wheel on a chair or I'm filing some paperwork or no matter what I'm doing in my role, mm -hmm. it is so powerful to know that my work, my contribution is giving someone else the opportunity for their life to be completely transformed. Wow. Tina, how can people learn more and also participate or get involved in the mission of Hope Haven? Yeah, you can check out our website at hopehaven.org. Um, you'll want to go to the International Ministries section. We also have a need for people to sponsor wheelchairs. So if um, you, know, you want to sponsor a chair for a kiddo, it's $275 or to sponsor a chair for an adult would be $100. We always are in need of volunteers. You know, our, our volunteers have been limited with the circumstances we're in right now, but we can always use volunteers to help in the shops or to box chairs or to help get ready to ship things out. Um, you know, right now, I think for our ministry, like many places, the biggest struggle we're facing is the monetary challenges um, mm -hmm. because of the COVID-19 and everything. So that would be a huge way that you could definitely help and benefit our, min our ministry. Well, and that's just 
amazing, you know, first world problems. We say that often, first world problems, that $100 could transform somebody's life. Well, yeah, and I think another statistic that's really important to be mindful of is there's 70 million people in the world that need wheelchairs, and Mm -hmm. 59.5 million of those are in these developing countries. So there is such a huge need. I mean, there's so many people that need it, and it's such a life-giving gift. It's a powerful witness as our faith as well. And we hear about like those uh, paralyzed man on a mat uh, by the pool of Siloam. And as Mm -hmm. he was wanted to get down to the cleansing water and Jesus's healing of him and so many other testimonies through the life of the church, uh, St. Peter's own healing of a paralyzed man um, and saying in the name of Jesus, take up your mat and rise. And uh, Mm -hmm. by the power of God, you know, we can live life as, as, being witnesses to that gift of mobility. And so I want to encourage our listeners to pray for Hope Haven International Ministries. And Tina, we pray for you and the work you do to support that for all those who may be in need of this support. Any last last thoughts or reflections at all, Tina? We just have a few seconds left. I just want to say, you know, being part of Hope Haven is a gift to me personally. I've worked for a lot of organizations they say they're faith-based, but this one truly lives the mission, and I'm just so grateful to be part of it, and I'm grateful that you guys had us on today to hear about the work that we're doing, so thank you so much. Well, you're welcome, Tina. We'll continue to pray for you and encourage our listeners. Up next, we'll take some time to pray for your specific intentions during the Most Holy Rosary. We know some of you may be struggling with the COVID-19 impacts, and we want you to know, or your family, that if you have any health issues or concerns, we'll pray for you. We want you to know that maybe you're having a hard time with a child or family member who has struggled with their faith, and we're here to pray for you. And whatever you might need for prayers, we're going to lay them at the feet of Jesus through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's next when Real Presence Live returns. Stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.